Question from Ranga Devi. Obviously a lady devotee. I'm in Brazil alone, preaching the Bhagavad Gita and the mission of my beloved Sri Krishna Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. By alone, I'm not sure what is meant. I hope there are some other devotees in the area. And maybe she means without a husband. I presume that's what she means from the context of the rest of the question. I teach the children chanting the Maha Mantra and adults Bhagavad Gita also. Can you tell me whether at 58 years old I can continue my seva alone? I'm not a guru of anyone and always make it clear that Mahaprabhu is the one to be worshipped. I'm just a servant of the Lord trying to make my life worthy on this planet. Uh, well, a lot hinges on what is meant by alone. Maybe I'll start to be clarified. What does she mean by alone? Hmm? Hmm? What does it mean? That there are no other devotees in the area or that she's without a husband? Or that, yeah, maybe you can write and ask for more context. In general, the, uh, I can say now that the, the spirit to preach Krishna consciousness is glorious, but I, I would need some more background on that. I didn't get much time to look at these. Do you want to arrange for the arati? And I'll just answer, go through quickly one more question. Uh, is, is Krishna not attracted to his devotee? Devotees. I think in future, then, unless it's some very controversial question, you can ask people to give their name. Why be anonymous? I can understand if it's something which is very sensitive. Oh, I see. Okay. Is Krishna not attracted to his devotees? How does the below description of Krishna's feelings for his devotees, that sentence, that question doesn't make sense grammatically, but anyway. Uh, there's a quotation. Lord Krishna had 16,000 wives, all of them very beautiful. And although he dealt with each of them as a beloved husband, he was not attracted or attached to any of them. In the same way, although a devotee may enter family life and act very affectionately toward his wife and children, he is never attached to these activities. Oh, then it's, it's yeah. How does this description of Krishna's feelings for his devotees relate to other descriptions like this one? And he loves his devotees unconditionally as they love him. Well, both are true. Krishna loves his devotees fully, but he doesn't have any uh, attachment for them in a material way. He was not. This is discussed in the first canto in the 
which chapter? I can't remember which chapter. There's a discussion how Krishna's queens in Dwaraka, uh, they behaved with him as they, they as lovers, but Krishna, he was at the same time he was he reciprocated, but at the same time he was. Uh, what, what does that say? Uh, that, that Asia, Etadishas, Etadisha Namishas, Yapaktis Topitadguna, Sadatmastaya, that's the point. Atmastaya, he's situated in himself. Now, Yujjate Sadatmastaya. So the point is that he's the Supreme Personality of Godhead. In one sense, he's aloof. He's not dependent on anyone. But in another sense, he, he, out of love, he allows himself to be dependent. A good example of this is Yashoda seeing within the mouth of Krishna the universal form. Krishna behaves with Yashoda as if he's completely dependent upon her. But she's completely dependent upon him, ultimately. Ekale Ishvara Krishna Arashabhritya. Krishna is the supreme controller and all others are his servants. So both things are true. Just before I came here, I was looking at two sections of Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. There's a long uh, there, there's a section which describes that Advaita Acharya, even though Chaitanya Mahaprabhu respects Advaita Acharya, Advaita Acharya always considers himself the servant of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And then Krishnadas Kaviraj gives a whole section in showing how everyone is a servant of Krishna, which upholds his previous statement, Ekale Ishwar Krishna Arshabhitya. He describes how Devotees who are posted as servants, those who are friends, he gives quotations how even though they behave in a familiar way as friends, they consider them, ultimately they consider themselves servants. He describes how Nanda Maharaj also considers himself a servant of Krishna. He describes how Rukmini and the queens in Dwarka and ultimately Sri Radhika herself all consider themselves ultimately servants of Krishna. This comes in Chaitanya Charitamrita after the section in which uh, it's stated that Krishna takes much more pleasure in the devotees treating him in a very intimate way and not in a very reverent way. So both things are there simultaneously. Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead and all others are his servants. We are all dependent upon him. Uh, he is complete and perfect in himself. But at the same time, he feels himself to be dependent on his devotees. He reciprocates love with them unconditionally. So both things are true at the same time. Can we understand it? Probably not. Will we ever understand it? Probably not. We can understand it if we understand that Krishna resolves all apparent contradictions in himself. 
He is the supreme controller, but he is controlled by love. Aham bhakta paradhi nahiya svatantra eva dvija. Sadhu bhya grasta hridiyo. What's the next line? You look that up. Sadhu bhya grasta hridiyo. He says that I am not independent. I'm dependent on my devotees. Ah, bhaktai bhakta jana priyaha. And even those, what to speak of, my devotees, even those who are devotees of, if anyone is a devotee of my devotee, they become dear to me. In other words, Krishna's devotees are so dear to him that if anyone becomes dear to his devotee, they become dear to Krishna. And then there's that other statement I call it, Eta Praktis Thopi Tadgunai. Na yujyate sadāvastāya yatā bhaktistadāśraya That Krishna, he's, even though he appears in this material world, he's never involved with the material energy. He's above it. He's always situated in himself. Yatā bhaktistadāśraya And the same is true of his devotees. They're not affected by the material modes. So even the queens of Krishna, thinking of Krishna in a way that ordinary wives might think of their husbands, but it's not the same. It's all ananda chinmaya rasa. It's always it's all supremely spiritual, supremely blissful spiritual. Rasa. Rasa means that which excites wonderful feelings. <laughs> so, Hare Krishna, we'll have Arati now.